I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I am back. Rotrans for the Matrix and Road Show, where we're going to talk about yet another Disney flop, Elemental. The box office numbers are starting to roll up, roll in, and roll up again for a another failed Pixar slash Disney experiment. We're also going to talk about the Disney CFO that has decided to flown the coop. And uh, I know you may be wondering. What gives? This is not the normal studio roads. No, that's right. I'm on the road because we got destroyed by massive thunderstorms and nobody has any power anywhere. So uh, 90 mile an hour winds in the country will do that when you're surrounded by trees. It's a war zone here where we live right now. It's unbelievable. The destruction, it was like getting hit by an hour and a half long hurricane. Yeah, the actual thunderstorm was about 120 miles wide. Uh, So anyway, that's neither here nor there, but let's get to, we're going to start with Elemental, talk about the fact that Pixar's got another massive flop on its hands, and then we'll get to the Disney CFO that's flown the coop as they still try to, uh, well, let's just say repair their anus after Ron DeSantis destroyed it. Yeah, we'll take a look, a little look at their, uh, their shares. Now, Fox News is saying they've gained 5.5% this year. Yeah, that's great. But they also laid off 7,000 people to try to get their book straight because of the massive amount of damage he did to their product. Um, they tried to get involved in policy, politics, and Florida's governor nailed them for it. And heads look like they're rolling at Disney over this. After decades of dominating the animation world, Disney and its subsidiary studio, Pixar, have been telling a different story over the past year with box office bust, Lightyear, woke, Strange World, woke. Unfortunately for Disney CEO Bob Iger, who bought Pixar in his first run as chief exec and needs it to perform well in his second their late his second ex, uh, stint as CEO, their latest release Elemental looks like it will continue this slump as it arrives in theaters. Since Elemental landed on tracking three weeks ago, opening projections haven't exceeded forty million dollars, and with preview screenings beginning Thursday afternoon, tracking still remains low at thirty-five to forty million. Okay, well let's just take a look. We've got it. We've got it right here. We've got some latest trackings for this film. Elemental, which follows a flame woman and a watery man that develops some chemistry with one another, is looking at a debut below $30 million through Sunday after earning 11.8 from 4,035 theaters on opening day. That would mark the lowest three-day opening in the history of Pixar. 
falling well short of the $39 million that met the good dinosaur and Onward. Wow, Onward was a... Well, they were all of these were terrible movies, actually. When The Good Dinosaur opened in 2015, the film was seen as the first box office disappointment in the animation's studio history. So, The Good Dinosaur's $39 million opening was viewed as a massive failure, and this is coming in $9 million short of that. Yikes. Yikes. Elemental represents... An even tougher licking following last summer's flop of Lightyear, which finished with $226 million worldwide against a $200 million production budget. Before that, Disney released Pixar's three previous features, Soul, Luca, and Turning Red, directly on Disney+, Plus, a move that studio chief Pete uh, Doctor believes trained Pixar audiences to stay away from the theater. Elemental will struggle to outperform the third outing of Columbia and Sony Pictures animation across the Spider-Verse. The Pixar film will be looking at a bronze finish on domestic charts through the weekend. So it's going to come in third, this Elemental film is. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse has earned $286 million through Monday. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, it has actually done pretty well at the box office. Uh, this, this uh, another massive animated flop for Disney. I mean, it, it's, it's a disaster. It is a disaster. And now you're seeing this. Disney CFO leaves after tense relations with execs. Now, keep in mind... This was this is uh, the free beacon as of May 24th, 2023. Disney stock down 33% since the CEO instigated feud with DeSantis. Since Bob uh, Chapik and Ron DeSantis went to feud, and by the numbers, Disney lost uh, stock was trading at 133.65. A share at Chapik accused DeSantis of promoting legislation that would unfairly target gay, lesbian, non-binary, transgender kids and families. Disney shared an opening, uh, shares opened at 89.44 and continued to fall on Wednesday. I just wanted to give that context because if you scroll down here on this article about the CFO, uh, shares are back up to 91.32. But keep in mind, 91.32 when they were at 133.65. It's been a bloodbath at Disney, an absolute bloodbath. They were already trending down from a content standpoint, from a box office standpoint, because they got involved with uh, woke political ideologies and their content a long time ago, but they tried to actually spar politically with the governor of Florida, and that did not work out. And I believe that's part of this move right here. The Walt Disney Company announced Senior Executive Vice President and Chief Financial Officer Christine McCarthy is stepping down and will take a medical leave of absence. Interesting. McCarthy has also butted heads with company CEO Bob Iger and other top executives over strategy, including how the company spends money on... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. 
This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Content and restructuring plan to streamline the entertainment giant. A person familiar with the matter told the Wall Street Journal. So you see how this works? She is taking a medical leave of absence. But she has butted heads with Bob Iger over trying to streamline the entertainment product. So the question is, which way was she going? Did she not like the direction that Disney has been going with content? Or did she, was she among the ones pushing the content to go in a certain direction? Interesting. Although I am leaving the CFO role... I look forward to helping with the transition and will always be rooting for the success of my extended Disney family who have shown time and again that determination, teamwork, and the pursuit of excellence are unstoppable combination. Also keep in mind, Disney shares have gained 5.5% this year. Yeah, that's amidst uh, 7,000 layoffs to get that figure back up. After sparring with DeSantis, just thought I'd throw that in. Meanwhile, Iger said McCarthy is one of the most admired financial executives in America and her impact on Walt Disney's company during 23 years of dedicated service cannot be overstated. McCarthy, uh, McCarthy, is it McCarthy or McCarthy? Uh, you got, you got typos everywhere of Fox news. Uh, it is McCarthy. My God, come on. McCarthy was reportedly one of the executives who persuaded Iger to return as CEO. Okay, so she's she's probably in part hand-in-hand hand with the, the entertainment direction that Iger and Chapik wanted to go. After a tenuous tenure under Bob Chapik amid social and political firestorms, including the media giant's battle with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. As effective July 1... Disney Executive Vice President, Chief Financial Officer of Disney Parks, Experiences and Products, Kevin Lansbury, will take over the job and serve as the company's interim CFO. And they talk about it gaining 5% in value over the year. But again, they've done massive amounts of layoffs to try to bump up those financial gains. And including, I think it was 7,000 layoffs, a lot of ESPN talent. Of course, Disney owns ESPN. ESPN talent is dropping like flies as part of these layoffs over there. Uh, So, wow, it's your content. Pixar's animation continues to fail because they run out a bunch of products that nobody wants to see. It's got a bunch of identity politics in it, a bunch of wokeness. Nobody wants to watch it. I mean, Pixar is a dumpster fire right now. A dumpster fire. Think about that. Lightyear, Onward, Good Dinosaur, Elemental, Box Office Bombs. I, I, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's like people have decided in entertainment and in Hollywood, we no longer want to make money. We would rather stay with this political ideology than to actually make money. And it's shocking. You know, there was a shareholder that was uh, uh, suing Disney, trying to get a seat on the board. He was a Trump supporter. He stopped that lawsuit 
mainly because Bob Iger agreed to lay off 7,000 people to try to get the financials back on track. But they'd rather go to all of that trouble, keep in mind, than to actually change the direction of their actual entertainment content and get back on a direction where everybody will want to watch and consume products and keep coming back to their theme parks. Now, we don't want to straighten that out. We want to keep our wokeness because we're scared of our our DEI scores right now, ESG scores. What is that? Environmental social something score? Yeah. George Soros score. Yeah. So anyway, you get my point. They've got another box office bomb. Now they got a CFO that is taking a leave of absence under the the umbrella of a medical leave of absence. But it tells you right there she's been feuding with executives behind the scenes. You know, again. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Two Bud Light executives, two Anheuser-Busch executives took convenient leave of absences after Dylan Mulvaney. So you see how that works out. Another flop. Pick a fight with Ron DeSantis. Get involved with politics. Get absolutely drugged to death by Ron DeSantis. Continue to lose money. And and I'm going to tell you this. The Ron DeSantis thing, it woke up a lot of people on Disney. A lot of people were sort of still in the clouds because Disney had done a lot of subtle things. And then they'd done some obvious things. But there were a lot of people that were still in the clouds on identity politics and political issues being put into movies. I think a lot of people were still just letting their kids here you go, it's Disney, you can watch it. But Ron DeSantis woke a lot of people up. For lack of a better way of putting it, Bob Iger, woke. You see how that works? It goes the other way, too. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Baker.